piece of music we're listening to is called Grand Theft Auto. It's a wonky 90s hip-hop piece inspired by the West Coast hip-hop sound of artists like Tupac, Dr. Dre and N.W.A. It's a down-tempo and noticeably dated track meant to summon the spirit of games like Grand Theft Auto. You're listening to How I Make Music, a soothing narrative experience for the musically curious to go behind the scenes of composition. Every Wednesday, we break apart one of my own compositions and investigate the stories and insights into how it was made and its effect on listening ears. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music composer from South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. Welcome and thank you once again for tuning into How I Make Music, episode 51, Grand Theft Auto. Before we get going, just a reminder to leave a comment on YouTube. I greatly appreciate any feedback you can give me on the show and I love hearing from you guys. So head over to YouTube and search for How I Make Music podcast or follow the links in the show note. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this ongoing experiment in soundtrack deconstruction. Head over to YouTube and leave a comment on How I Make Music podcast. This piece, Grand Theft Auto, I have memories of composing it when I was in my farm cottage era in about 2013. I have in the past been quite big into the game Grand Theft Auto and I was inspired by depictions of West Coast gangsterism and rap artists like Tupac. I decided to give it a bash myself. Let's break it down. The rhythm in hip-hop is so important. The beat, uh, its nuance and its groove are so important. Rhythm and poetry, R-A-P, rap. To give the beat some nuance, I decided not to quantize it. In other words, to play it manually using finger drumming on the keyboard and then to leave some of the notes a little bit out of time. So let's listen to this wonky effect on the hip-hop beat. Here we go. Those shaker sounds sound like they're a little bit lazy, a little bit behind the beat. There's a flam effect on the clap sound, meaning that multiple samples have been used, but they're spaced milliseconds apart to give a kind of a rolling, ongoing clap feel. Using software nowadays, we can very easily tighten up MIDI and audio to be exactly perfectly in line with a beat, uh, this is something that computers do really well, but what we're finding is that it's not actually satisfying to the human ear in the long term. And besides that, it's actually just way more fun to play your own drum loops manually, which is why I do that as often as I can. The core groove of the song is set by the beat and the bass together. The bass in this piece is an obviously sampled sound. Well, that means that it's not a real player laying down a bass line while being recorded. It's just short samples of individual notes that have been recorded and are played back using a MIDI controller keyboard. This gives the uh, bass line a little bit more of a static sound, but the samples that I've chosen are over-the-top slap bass or funk samples. Let's give them a listen in the ever-so-groovy bass line. Here we go.
bass line contributes so much to the dated feel in this track. It sounds like something out of the 80s or the 90s when the most basic uh, electronic music was being made um, by people playing these MIDI controller keyboards and triggering these samples um, into drum loops and bass loops. Um, a lot of the people that were making this early type of hip-hop weren't instrumentalists primarily, so uh, using samplers and keyboards was the next best thing and it created an entire sound, it created an entire genre. If your goal is to make West Coast hip-hop from the 90s, there is one sound that you absolutely have to have, and it is this one. This is a lead synth line with the portamento value cranked up. Portamento just means glide, it's the smoothness between individual notes, so you can't really hear the note change from one to another like you would on a piano. This synth line is an example of a giveaway. It's a real stereotype signaler that allows you to have an easy access into creating a mood or a sound or a place or time. A lot of what I do is create soundtracks for narratives and you really have to take advantage of these uh, shortcuts in a way, these um, signalers to position your listener, particularly for audio drama where you don't have the benefit of showing people where the character is, you have to tell them through sound. And relying on these stereotypes is by far the easiest way to do that. So it's important for composers to know these uh, ongoing and recurring themes throughout popular culture. I created a second line similar to that one, which had more of a wobbly LFO feel, but it occupies the same territory in the frequency spectrum. Give this a listen. It starts to go a little bit mad at the top. That wobbling effect, the way that the rate fluctuates, is a manual performance using a MIDI controller, meaning that uh, I have my finger on a knob and I decide how fast I want the wah 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 to be uh, at different times. It gives you an opportunity to kind of pour some creativity into the process instead of just arranging samples with a mouse. I'm primarily an instrumental player uh, who has learned how to produce using software. So as often as I can, I introduce uh, and I include live performances of instruments in my tracks. For this one, I went with a staccato palm muted electric guitar. to loop again. So this is all that you'll hear from the guitar in this piece, but I like to think that I've taken advantage of the instrument with this short little string bend here. Listen to this. I'll play the part one more time. Here we go. 
That's the most common of all blues bends, the minor to major third. If you were to play it on a keyboard, it would sound like this. And that's what you hear in blues music all the time, the play around that minor major third. When samplers first started becoming popular in the 80s and 90s, there was a sound that took off and was used in almost all of pop music um, across the board at one time or another. And this is the sound that I'm talking about. It's an orchestral hit. One more time. So many songs have used this. The first one that comes to mind is Duran Duran, A View to a Kill. Listen to the intro of that. You know this song. So that uh, stab sound was somebody probably playing that orchestral hit on a sampler at just the right time. It really dates a piece of music to use the orchestral hit now, which is why I included it even though I wrote this in 2013. When we play the full track at the end, see if you can find it and pick out where it is in the song. The keyboard instrument which provides the harmony in this song is an old rock organ. Give it a listen. Later on, there's a sort of solo section on the organ. It sounds like this. As a texture layer, I included Vinyl Static. I've used Vinyl Static quite a bit in some of my productions and I find that it actually makes the song a little more easy on the ear to have a layer of Vinyl Static running through it for some reason. Give this Static a listen. A little sweep every so often, which I call crystal for some reason. It just sounds really glassy to me. Here it is. Making music from the past is easy for one reason and difficult for another. It's easy because there's so much of it that you've got a lot of references to draw from. But what makes it difficult is that even computers with all of their power sometimes struggle to emulate sounds which were created uh, with, in an analog setting in a more manual way. So once again, with this piece, Grand Theft Auto, I've managed to use elements of the past um, and at the same time use modern elements, the type of stuff you'd hear on a record by Flying Lotus, for example. Part of my aim in doing this is to create a unique and original and experimental sound. What would Run DMC sound like if they were around today? And that's about it for this week's episode of How I Make Music. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download the track from this episode, Grand Theft Auto, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T, 
www.mann.com. I encourage you to use it in your own podcast or video production or audio drama. Maybe you've got a character or a scene set in uh, the 90s gangland of LA or something like that. Um, but I encourage you to go ahead and use it. That's why I'm making this music for you guys. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. I love hearing from you, so search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show so I can make next week's show just a little bit better, specifically for you lovers of experimental and out-the-box soundtrack composition. Now here is Grand Theft Auto, a wonky 90s, really old-fashioned sounding um, hip-hop soundtrack or instrumental in its entirety. I'll catch you next week. Keep finishing your projects. Big love from me, guys. See you soon.